Today is Tuesday, August 29, 2023. You have searched me, and you know me, Lord. You have searched me, and you know me, Lord. You have searched me, and you know me, Lord. The first reading according to the first book of Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse 1 to 8. You well know, brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not in vain. We had been ill-treated and insulted in Philippi, but trusting in our God, we dared announce to you the message of God and face fresh opposition. Our warnings did not conceal any error or impure motive, nor did we deceive anyone. But as God had entrusted his gospel to us, as to faithful ministers, we were anxious to please God, who sees the heart rather than human beings. We never pleased you with flattery, as you know, nor did we try to earn money. As God knows, we did not try to make a name for ourselves among people either with you or anybody else, although we were messengers of Christ and could have made our way felt. On the contrary, we were gentle with you, as a nursing mother who feeds and cuddles her baby. And so great is our concern that we are ready to give you as well as the gospel, even in our very lives, for you have become very dear to us. The Gospel according to Mark chapter 6, verse 17 to 29. For this is what happened. Herod had ordered John to be arrested and had him bound and put in prison because of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. Herod had married her, and John had told him, It is not right for you to live with your brother's wife. So Herodias held a grudge against John and wanted to kill him, but she could not because Herod respected John. He knew John to be an upright and holy man and kept him safe, and he liked listening to him, although he became very disturbed whenever he heard him. Herodias had a chance on Herod's birthday when he gave a dinner for all the senior government official, military, chiefs, and the leaders of Galilee, and that occasion the daughter of Herodias came in and danced, and she delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask me for anything you want, and I will give it to you. And he went so fast, saying many oaths, I will give you anything you ask, even half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? The mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried to the king and made her request, I want you to give me the head of John the Baptist, here and now on a dish. The king was very displeased, but he would not refuse in front of his guests because of his oaths, so he sent one of his bodyguards with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded John in prison. Then he brought this head on a dish, and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard of this, they came and took his body and buried it. He led people to Christ with care. A big trend in business circles is management training to help people become better leaders. Every management expert has his or her own theory about the best way to inspire people and help them commit to a goal. 
The readings today present two very different images of leadership, one good and one bad. Herod was better lead. Herod was a bad leader. The historical record shows that he was jealous and impulsive and weak. He tried to win people over with extravagant promises, and when that didn't even work, he used violence. Surprisingly, Herod had gone down to history as a villain. Contrast him with Paul, who led by example and by serving. He worked hard on behalf of the people he brought. He brought to Christ, inspiring them by his witness, especially by his patient suffering on behalf of the gospel. Paul didn't seek fame and power. He kept his attention focused solely on life in Christ. He led people to Christ with care, bringing them to faith slowly and helping them grow to a mature faith step by step. May we lead like Paul. Romans chapter 1 verse 15 I am so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome the power of the gospel ancient Rome had its own version of the gospel the good news according to the poet Virgil Zeus king of the gods had decreed for the Romans a kingdom without end or boundaries the gods had chosen Augustus as divine son and savior of the world by ushering in a golden age of peace and prosperity. This, however, wasn't everyone's idea of good news. For many, it was an unwelcome reality enforced by the heavy hand of the emperor's army, executioners. The glory of the empire was built on the backs of enslaved people who served without legal personhood or property at the pleasure of masters who rule over them. This was the world in which Paul introduced himself as servant of Christ. Jesus, how Paul had once hated that name, and how Jesus himself had suffered for admitting to being the king of the Jews and savior of the world, this was the good news Paul would explain in the rest of his letter to the Romans. This gospel was the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Oh, how it was needed by those who suffered under Caesar. Here was the news of a crucified and resurrected Savior, the Liberator, who conquered his enemies by showing how much he loved them. As you read Paul's opening words to Romans, the praises describe the good news to you. Why would Paul, who had once hated Jesus so much, now want everyone to believe in him. Good news is known best by those who know how much they need it.